Earlier this month, my hometown got seven inches of snow the first week of April. A week later, it was 80 degrees, and everyone was worried, and I just looked them right in the eye and told them, hey, it's early, it's April. Homers and hammers and homers and hammers and homers and hammers and homers and hammers. When it comes to the great baseball players, we all seem to sort of remember them and honor them in different ways. And we got three in mind uh, that are close to the end of their careers. And the closest to the end is David Ortiz. Um, He's obviously retiring this year. He's going to go through all the stadiums and sort of get the the sampler of of gifts that are, you know, customized, honoring um, other teams honoring all the ways that he absolutely destroyed their pitching since about 2003. And, you know, I'm interested to see what Minnesota is going to get to him because, uh, you know, what do you get the man that you already gave everything to? So Ortiz is an interesting one because we've clearly appreciated his body of work ever since he became a, a phenomenon uh, for the Red Sox. And, you know, I don't think there's anything more that really needs to be said. We've He's, you know, the best designated hitter to date in terms of, you know, counting numbers, in terms of uh, moments uh, of the last 10 years, the the World Series and, and, and the personality just, you know, is, you know, you, when you talk about that 2000 to 2010 era, that's, that's him. It's, it's David Ortiz is, is a central figure. Alex Rodriguez, on the other hand, uh, definitely more, um, uh, you know, polarizing, but he was uh, a little more known even than David Ortiz, where, you know, he came up, he, he played as a teenager, he played when he was 18, you don't see that much anymore, but he was always considered to be the next great thing, there was just something else about him. And he, he was great with Seattle, he was great with Texas, and he was great with the Yankees. And no matter pretty much where he went, once basically once he got to Texas, he became, you know, the, uh, the antagonist, baseball's antagonist, and you need those in, in the sport. You can't love everyone. And now we're getting towards the end of his career, it seems like he's going to play this year, next year, and that might be it, though. That'll honor the rest of the contract. And, you know, he's, he's a little more interesting one because, you know, how do you think you're going to remember him, you know, in five years, in ten years? And, again, he's another one of those stories that um, very similar to Barry Bonds in terms of the type of player that we thought he'd be, the type of player he was, and then the uh, then the performance-enhancing drugs, the, the elephant in the room, which... You know, our opinion on steroids in 2000 have changed to our opinions in 2016. And I think we've all been a little more lenient and, and I think understanding of, of the reasons to use them and uh, vilifying them for simply taking them. I think we've kind of scaled back on that. But in terms of uh, the, the, the misinformation where they say I didn't, and then they did. I don't think we like that either. Which is so funny because through all all this, 
Based on reports, David Ortiz took performance-enhancing drugs too. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. What's the difference? You know? Who knows what the difference is? Um, but I think those two are more closely linked than we'd like to believe. Alex Rodriguez is obviously a better player, and they both have Hall of Fame numbers, so it's it's difficult to argue that. But the third one that I kind of want to, you know, um, it, the players that you don't realize how good they are until they're gone, I think, are the more uh, regrettable players, at least for baseball fans, because when you look back and say, oh, man, he was really good. Um and you know, I think Kenny Lofton was a really good example of that, where you, know, you look back, you look at the numbers, you look at, it, you know, you put his numbers into the uh, the advanced statistics, and you say, "Wow, I missed, you know, Kenny Lofton. I didn't really get to appreciate his." And I think a good example of when still playing right now is Adrian Beltre, who he did not make an All Star game until he was 31 years old. He had a his peak years were really bad offensively because he played in Seattle where you just don't hit baseballs very well. He just signed a two-year extension and by all accounts he wants to finish his career in Texas. And by the time he's done, he will probably have three thousand hits. I don't think it matters all that much whether he does or not. But in terms of third baseman, you know, there have been, I think Chipper Jones was, is probably the, the signature third baseman of, of the last generation. And you don't think of Beltre in that group right away. You just, you have to look at the numbers and you look at the gold gloves. I mean, he's won, you know, obviously those are again, anecdotal, but he's won some gold gloves, but even the years he didn't, he's always had good defensive numbers. And He's still playing at a very good uh, clip in, in terms of hitting and, and defending. So if you can realize that now, it, it may not be so tragic in the future. And I think Carlos Beltran is another example of that kind of... Maybe it's just players that last names begins B-E-L-T-R. If you see that type of player, just watch him because you never know what's going to happen. Now we're three weeks into the baseball season, and the curling season still won't die. Uh, we are now in the midst of the uh, mixed doubles curling championship. The, the round robin has completed, and we have our playoff teams. Um, you know, sixteen teams: USA, Canada. You know, all those other teams that you'd expect are in there as well. Um, we had forty-two teams compete in the world championships and only eight of them are going to qualify for the Olympics uh, based on, on points. Six of, of those 16, 12 of them get points. And then next year they do the same thing again. And then the top eight uh, make it with Korea accepting. Um, and Korea does not appear to have a, a terrific team, but you know, they're in there as well. So top seven, basically um, but 42 for a world championship gives you a lot of teams that are really not, uh, I don't think, world championship ready. And it's great to see all the different countries participate, but I think it's really time to have uh, relegation groups. Um, case in point, I hate to pick on 
people that haven't curled that long, but um, this is a world championship, so you have to, you know, take the data and, and go from there. But um, anyone that was in the pool playing against Qatar had an automatic win. Um, in the six games, they went 0-6, they scored a total of four points, and they gave up a total of 104 points. Uh, they lost a game against Russia 26-0 after six ends. That included two six-enders. And, you know, they, they weren't the only ones. You know, Serbia uh, got outscored in the tournament 70-9, Belgium 72-11, Kazakhstan 59-17. Um, and, you know, those were the uh, four you know, four worst, but, you know, then you, you know, on the other side, you know, Canada outscored everyone 65-14, Norway 62-12, to Hungary 58-16, to so the, the teams that were really good also didn't have a, a ton of competition, but, you know, they, they maybe had a close game here or there, but we want to watch this sport at the world level. Let's, let's see what a week of really high quality games are like because this I don't know if if round robin really told us a lot about you know the Hungarians and the Canadians and the U.S. U.S. Uh, for for what it's worth uh, did have some close games and, and really did have to battle but um, you know they they played really good all week and in fact in terms of curling percentage which I don't think again tells you that much about mixed doubles they uh, they did finish. Uh, second and uh, third, I think, in in percentage on, on the men's and women's side. So uh, they played well, and, and we're going to see how they uh, do in the playoffs. It's 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 going to be important to to qualify and another another medal opportunity for the states. And we're still not done. After this week, we got next week the uh, the the European Group C. This is where relegation does come into play. The, uh, the Group C championships, now this used to be played in the beginning of the season, around the fall, but uh, they decided to move it up to, I guess, April, May area so that the teams that did advance to the, the B group had a little bit more time to prepare. Again, these teams really aren't any anyone that's going to contend for uh, world birth, so they're they're... they're countries that are on the downside. The one that's on there that really saddens me is France is in Group C. I mean, France just didn't field teams uh, for one year, so they got you know knocked back down, and uh, so now they're awaiting a uh, uh, chance to get back up there. You, you climb back up there, see what you can do, but um, you know, looking at the, the country list here, Andorra, Belarus, Bulgaria, Croatia, Estonia, Ireland, Iceland, Luxembourg, Slovenia, Romania, Lithuania, um, Spain, what did I say? Serbia, Austria. Um, not exactly curling hotbeds, but you know, it's uh, it's it's nice to see that the international display. A lot of these games sometimes do look very interesting. They're high scoring. They they don't really know how to play the uh, the defensive peel game. So sometimes the games are a little exciting, but they, I don't think they're going to be um, broadcasted anywhere. So uh, that takes place in Slovenia starting next week, and 
we'll see what the uh, the two teams advance into the B division and and they'll play the the B group alongside the A group uh, next um, October. I think it's October or November, sometime around then. So, um, so hey, at least that's going on. And as I finish recording this, I just noticed that Jake Arrieta just threw a no hitter against uh, the Cincinnati Reds, and man, he has been so incredible. And uh, you know, with with this kind of result so early in April, I, I hope he can. Uh, pull it together and 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 throw a no hitter against a major league team. 